from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Getting reports from traffic slash weather guy, uh, Kenny Olson, that it's raining outside and the temperature dropped 10 degrees, but it's still steamier now. Is that right? Yeah, he said it is uh, hot and wet. Uh, so I called the pool guy today because we, you know, we had the oh, lawnmower, yeah, we gotta lawnmower get the in the pool and we got to get the new liner. Yep. So I called him today and I, it's been a week now and I said... Right. How come, uh, are you sure it's the liner now that's damaged? Right. At this point, you I want said, to know because I that's said, a... are you sure? If you rip that out, we got We can't put a new one in until we make sure that that's what it is. Right. And I said, it's not losing any water now, lately. And he said, that's because we patched the liner about four to five days ago. And you were supposed to know that. And you could put water in and be uh, pull, be uh, splashing around in it. Can, so, I, can I ask a question what? about your story? Was there a little miscommunication? <laughs> I think it could have been on my <laughs> end. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, I, I think that uh, I assumed that they hadn't been over and done it yet. By the time I called and said, ah, just forget it. He said, well, you can't forget it because you might have so much water leak down in there. It would ruin the Okay, foundation. So we had to patch it, he said. Okay, so, so now... But in other words, I could have just, with this 90 degrees coming up, just filled it up again and uh, and uh, had it available for this weekend, which I'll do when I get home today. Okay, so with the patch, though, you're not you're, well, you're not rolling the, the dice with the patch. You gotta, not, not permanently. Okay. If this was a seven-year-old liner, yep. and they usually have seven or eight years yep. in them, I'd do that. But this is a brand new one. I put it in last year, so oh. I, I cannot. I, it, it, we put it in last spring, so uh, with a one-year-old uh, liner, I'm not going to let it be patched, and then a year from now say, "Ah, that don't work. We need the new one." Got but it. And now, anyway, when it's 90 degrees, you need that pool time. Yes, yes. The knee. It's almost essential now, right? I don't right. need it, but the nieces and the grandkids might. Yeah, the grandkids haven't been over yet, so. Well, that uh, ninety-four degrees is going to change that. All right, I had. They're going to bring uh, my family over. I had breakfast yesterday with the great Jay Pivik, the former coach of Minneapolis Community College mm-hmm. basketball. Had been Johnny Towers' assistant for five years. Yep. Uh, he's retiring as a basketball coach. Okay. Although this is this is about as firm a retirement as one of mine. But uh, <laughs> anyway, there's all there's all there's never a bad reason to not sit down and talk with. Uh, Pivik, who's right. one of the great storytellers of all time. So he's a big buddy of Eric Curry. You know Eric sure, Curry. Sure, yeah, no Pivik, well. In fact, Pivik was the best man at Eric's wedding. Oh, I didn't know so that. So they're big pals. And they would occasionally have a cocktail at J.D. Hoyt's. Okay. Downtown gathering. Love that place. Downtown mm-hmm. gathering spot we're due for, for a visit, aren't we? For yes. Downtown gathering spot for males, you know, who want to go out and have a good time. Yeah, right? yes, of Great course. spot. Yeah. Love it there. And... Norwood Teague, big fan of big fan of Hoyts. Hoyts, big fan of Hoyts, and uh, Norwood. I know he had a few issues and right, he got there ran was a couple, out of here. Just, yeah, just a he few was, little issues. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was whiskey'll do things to a guy, but uh, he was living downtown, you know, and he was a man about town. Yeah, Mark Coyle was, for all we know, he haven't seen I him. Saw him once. I saw him at the Gopher baseball game. I was shocked. So you know, you don't see much of him. Norwood was a man about town. 
Easy to recognize with that bald head yep. and the whole deal. But he had, like everybody, we all have a guy in our life who is a friend of ours, and we can't really explain why, right? Right. Me, it was darky, right? I mean, he was goofy. Just, yeah, yeah, right. You were just, I, you, you, I, I felt as close to him as a brother. I have no idea why. Right, right. But anyway. You just had the chemistry. You <laughs> yes. had the chemistry or you yes. don't. Well, Norwood apparently had a buddy that he met when he was working at Arizona State. I think it was Arizona State, maybe Arizona, as an assistant named the Colonel. Okay. The Colonel was an ex-Marine uh, officer who was about five foot tall. All right. Little skinny guy. With a large mouth on him. Got it. Uh, very uh, very uh, strident in his views of America. He, let's, he wouldn't have supported Colin Kaepernick. Let's put it that okay, way. Yeah, he, yeah, he okay, yeah. He was, Got it. He was I think not. I can see through all that now. And the colonel, apparently, was one of these guys who would come for a visit in the summer... And there was nothing you could do to keep him away. The colonel would come. He, was, he had his mind made up. And uh, Norwood had his two right-hand men, David, Dave Benedict and Mike, uh, the, the basketball guy. Mike, Mike what? Uh, Ellis, Mike Ellis. Mm-hmm. Or his two guys. And Norwood would shuffle this guy off. He, he could take him for about four and or five days to, and okay, then he'd shuffle him right. off. And they kept moving the colonel around. You <laughs> went the, to different station. And friend the, stations. The colonel, would, the colonel would get into Hoyts and get full of liquor and see something that offended him. And apparently one night there was a bartender in there who had a ponytail. Okay. And the colonel threatened, you know, uh, questioned his patriotism. Uh-huh. Mm. His masculinity, got it. Uh, his everything uh, about him, everything about everything him. Would, would, to the point, the bartender finally threatened to have throw the colonel out on the nap of his neck, <laughs> and the colonel apparently got it. Managed to get banned from Hoyts <laughs> for being so obnoxious <laughs> on each of his visits, which became increasingly oh, more, no. more obnoxious. Oh boy! So of course, Pat. Who runs his right. You know Pat. Yep. Yep. I'm uh, I'm waiting for the opportunity to call up and tell him that I met this guy I met downtown, him. the Colonel, and he wants to. He said he's he hasn't been to Hoyts, and is it okay <laughs> if I bring him to Hoyts for some pork chops or something? The Colonel, but Norwood had the Colonel apparently as as his guy. There was stuff going on there before the little flap at right, the, right, uh, right, you know, right. that Norwood had that ran. Colonel didn't in. have any part of that. No, that. the Colonel was not in on that, but the Colonel. Uh, I guess if you were one of the per- people involved in getting rid of Norwood, you wouldn't want to run into the colonel because okay. he might colonel uh, might, uh, might get mouthy and belligerent. Chit-chat. But right. uh, anyway, they were uh, both Mr. Curry and uh, and Pivik told me they happened to be in there a couple of nights when the colonel was in there. They were both telling me colonel stories. I'll have to find out from Eric some of those. The, the colonel so the colonel's asking you to get him unblocked 
Yeah, from right, Hoyt. right, right. <laughs> Even though I've never met the colonel and don't know, I just want to. That would just be to agitate back. Right, you know? right, right. But you know, you gotta be a you gotta be an obnoxious guy to get thrown out of the Hoyt because Pat will come over and hey, come on now, calm yeah, down. settle it down, calm and, down here. And, uh, and the, the the bartender with the ponytails probably got some thick skin, yeah, but right, probably no, was yeah, like, yeah, all right, sure. you've worn yeah, me yeah, down yeah, here after a while. After a while, when did the, that joint open up, Patrick? Because oh, I moved man, to town it's in the, twenty years. Well, no, JD Hoyt's. 20 at least. I moved into town in like 84, and I would go across the street. Oh, was it still there? Eat, okay. eat uh, okay. soup for lunch there. At Hoyt's? Right? Yeah. They're not open for lunch anymore, but they will uh, They will uh, give you a pork chop. That's for sure. Uh, Mikey Andrews, you know, started. Mike, that was one of Mike's joints. So I'm trying to see if I find a year. They do not have a year listed mm-hmm. on their website. Oh, Our, those uh, chops are good. I though, was man. back there for the uh, Curry through a Jack Morris Hall of Fame little reception back there and i i that's the last time i was in there but i didn't know about the colonel then otherwise i would have mentioned one of our office one of our office mates was down there last night for some sort of big extravaganza and she went away unable to move she was (laughs) so full well Mm. the sad thing is that i'm uh, i there was a time when i was full appetite full figured I could go for two chops, no, no more. You can't do two. Chops. They're the size of a frisbee. I know. It's I know. like the Fred Flintstone brontosaurus <laughs> thing yes. that's on the side <laughs> of the apparently car. The, <laughs> apparently, the pork chops were as large as the colonel, but not uh, <laughs> did not have the uh, mouth of the colonel. I think the last time I was there, I had the New York strip steak, and it was <laughs> fabulous. Just love that yeah, place. The uh, the colonel was uh, I, I, Norway. They were telling me colonel colonel stories, and I was uh, I was cackling to say the least. Uh, Pivix. I've talked to Pivik for an hour and a half, and I wrote a kind of a long column. I could have written a novel. He's <laughs> writing a book, by the way, called I Have a Guy, which is if you're a junior college coach or a coach in the hinterlands of basketball, somebody's always got a guy for you know, you somebody, a, guy? a fan, a, a coach, a high school coach, a guy who watches high school. They're always calling up saying, I have a guy. Hey, I, I got, got a guy. I have a guy for you who can, who can play. And Pivik used to take those guys. Pivik used to call me once every winner and say i have a column for you i got a column for you and i say what jail did this guy go right. to and uh, half the time i was right so but he uh reform he got a lot of kids on the straight and narrow over there in 20 years i'll tell you that he's uh, he still teaches over there he teaches uh life-saving techniques for their they got a law enforcement oh. class and he teaches he's a professor of oh i didn't know, know that yeah saving guy the first year he was there, Oak Park Heights, he teached the fellas. He said, Ooh. he said, he was trying to explain to the inmates that you know what he was going to teach them there. Right. And he says, for instance, if if one of the guard collapses, you know, you want to give him. <laughs> what's, what's our, your first and move? these guys, he said, they all looked at him and said, "We aren't safe. No, no. <laughs> they're going to spectate. We aren't. We might make a call, we but are, we're not. Yeah, we'll call that. Yeah. Call, but we're not going. We're not." They'll watch him, uh, watch the Lord call him home. (laughs) All right, we'll be back.
ready now? Yeah, we can. Uh, we can have. Uh, we can just play our music today without the know-it-all telling us uh, what's uh, what's going you know, on here. Speaking of Mr. FYI, I'm way smarter than you. He likes to criticize each and every one of us for the amount of vacation we take, but yeah. are you starting to get the feeling that he has more than all of us? Yes, I am. Not even starting. I already it's, have It's like once, or once every two weeks, he's gone for mm-hmm. a day or two. Yes, but I'm I'm randomly. I'm much more comfortable when he takes off Fridays or Mondays than these yes, uh, random it, Tuesdays or Wednesdays. It makes out of sense. Nowhere. Yes, yeah, these, those Tuesdays don't make any sense. The hell are you doing on a Tuesday? Tuesday off? What kind of nefarious shenanigans are <laughs> yes, you up to on a Tuesday? Right. You're sitting on the garage practicing your guitar as though someone's going to come and discover you. And <laughs> <laughs> the new at Bob age Dylan. Sixty. <laughs> yeah. The senior tour. That's, that's right. Boy, what a day for Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, the uh, He worked out a deal with the Spanish tax authorities. Uh, they were going to send him to jail for tax evasion. Okay, he wasn't paying he his got taxes. It out. He, he got, he's got to come up with uh, $21.8 million ooh, to satisfy ooh. the, uh, the wow. tax case. But at least he doesn't have to go to jail, huh? The, uh, right. The, uh, this is he's a, he's pork and he didn't have a you know if he'd been a Spanish superstar it would have been a pl- problem, but it's a good thing he settled that dispute with Spanish authorities because he's from Portugal right you know? right good thing he settled it today or yesterday because today he scored three goals against Spain Ooh. to tie them Uh-oh. three to three in the World Cup. They, they, would have put him, they would have tried to arrest him and put him in jail before the next game. All right. You well, know, if he was sliding all over the field. You should see. You got to see the replay of the third goal he scored, the tire. Okay. They got the line out in front, right? Yep. Whatever the hell they yeah. call that. Whenever they free kick. Yeah. But the guys stand in front of you, and they usually cover their privates because right, right. they don't want to get kicked in the privates. Right. And, Who and does, then, right? And then they can right. jump, you know. And he's kicking it, and he kicks it. All the way out around the line and brings her back in, and the goalie doesn't even move. He doesn't have a chance. Hits that, You're hits kidding. that part of the net. Unbelievable! Uh, what, like a, a soccer boomerang. Oh, it, was, it was a slider. It was a baseball slider in softball. I mean, in soccer, it was incredible. And tied it and because uh, Manny, when I back back was turned turned on the golf and turned on soccer, so. I'm it's trying a, to track it down. Yeah, well, it was just about a half hour ago, so it might not be up there yet. Ronaldo's third minute goal versus no, that was the third minute one. The uh, the one that scored uh, in the eighty something minute there is one the, the one that tied it. It's incredible. Okay, up. and not only that, as I pointed out on Twitter, not only did he get out of the tax case without going to jail and score three goals today, but he still has that statue. With the, yeah, uh, that one that shows the, uh, the current the, conditions. With the manhood, these are the current conditions. That's him with the amazing manhood and the, the one uh, that's hanging in our office. Yeah, that's yes, right. It's that's the size right. of my leg. <laughs> Rook, you I, can probably uh, you I could think, probably find the goal on if you look up uh, Fox Soccer on I think Twitter. If uh, they have the footage of the like goal. A, he's like a tripod. He was, I think he was over. I think he was overseeing the uh, the bronzing of it. And he, a little more there. <laughs> huh? yeah, hang on. He handed him. A, he got a spoon. And handing them the some gals, more material. The it's, uh, like this. If we, if, we, if we make it a little more proper. They went to lunch and he uh, fixed things. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the most egotistical statue ever been constructed. That's for sure. Whichever one that says "Take a bow." That's yeah. The one. Okay. That's the one. There. Yeah, Are you talking about the statue again? No. no. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh! Yeah, show it to Kenny. It's he just sha- he just sailed it right over. Watch well, watch the replay when they the show corner. how it just curved like right around the. He can't slide like that guy on yesterday's commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sliding all over. Uh, look at he kicks the ball over there and brings her all the way back. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it was basically like Pat said. It was a breaking ball, it was a mm-hmm. slider. Yep. Three. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, we got it. Three, three. Spain, Portugal. Oh. It's a bo- knuckleball. They're both. No, it's a. Quick slider, it's fast. He kicked the hell out of it. Pretty amazing. So, what happens now with that group? They, uh, they, uh, it's just tie, and uh, they're they're the two favorites to advance. Two out of each of the eight groups advance. So. Okay. So, what you do is play round robin, which is three games in the group, and then uh, two advance, and then you have the knockout round. After that, it becomes single single elimination, starting with sixteen. So. And uh, what happened to the U.S.? Are we? Uh... We're uh, we're uh, waiting for the next time around. We got we got eliminated after our loss to yeah. Trinidad. Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Oh, yes, yes. yeah, I, I missed right. that one, but that's it's too down bad. in the mud. You didn't know they weren't playing. Huh? I did not know they weren't okay. playing. I uh, well. I don't follow it as closely as I. <laughs> I'm a United guy. I don't United follow FC. it terribly closely either, but I knew they got you knew they got knocked uh, out. I don't even know if you're talking about golf or <laughs> tennis. All right, Bob Davis. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one with Bob Davis? I yeah, was it was golf about, or tennis. I was talking about the, the cup, Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup, and he said, "Is this soccer or something <laughs> like that?" I asked him, Are we talking about soccer or tennis? Yeah, I always enjoyed those because I really felt like I was instructing somebody in the. In in uh, the the very basics of sports, my yeah. favorite Bob Davis was <clears throat> somebody called and he took the call and like every other call before him, the caller said, "How you doing, Bob?" And Bob went off on him. <laughs> Stop asking me how I'm doing. I hate that. You're driving me crazy with that. And I'm just I'm off here just applauding. Oh, Bob, thank you. I love you. Yeah, very very disappointed the world didn't end on the millennium after traveling all over the world to we, get in six last months yeah. before the world ended, and then nothing happened. That was beautiful. It was what a beauty. What a great guy. Is he still in town? Yeah, but What's he, he, he a, travels around. He got a podcast. Yeah, he uh, does it out of the back of an old retired ambulance and tra- travels around the United States. Yeah, the, really? Yeah, he, him and Mishki know how to do it, man. Is They're it, living the life. Is it just the Bob Davis podcast? Yeah, or what? Yep. Okay. Yep. And right. Mishki will head down to Tennessee, drive by a guy that's on his front porch. Pull in. And pull in and talk to him he for 45 same, minutes. He's got the equipment with him at yep. all times. Yeah, yep. yeah. Wow. It's, 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 the people is they there meet there any money to be made in this? You have to be Can ambitious. You pool the bills? You've got to go out and get to your own sales. Yeah, that's the I'm problem. Yeah, me neither. All right, we better see what happens. Speaking with of sales. Guy. Yes. Uh, Sports Talk will return right now. Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report comes to us courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. And this is your last report. You're taking a couple of days off. Uh, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, I'll be away. Okay. In the office. By I the way, the, the U.S. soccer team was so bad this year that Trinidad didn't even need Tobago. <laughs> just just half the guys showed up to, to beat them this year. All right. Goodbye. Uh, we have uh, concerns, new concerns about a U.S. trade war with China, and that sent stocks lower to close out the week. The losses were trimmed quite a bit late in the trading session. The Dow Jones Industrial Average it was down more than 200 points early today. It ended up losing 84 points, closing at. 
25,090. The Nasdaq Composite lost 14 points. The S&P 500 fell three. China will impose tariffs on 545 U.S. products starting July 6th, including farm and automobile products and seafood. After the Trump administration announced tariffs on $50 billion worth of Chinese goods. Kellogg has launched a recall of Honey Smack cereal after federal health regulators linked that cereal to salmonella-related illnesses reported in several states. Kellogg said it is investigating the issue with its third-party manufacturer that makes that cereal. Kellogg said it will give refunds to people who bought Honey Smacks. I'm Bruce Vail with your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, Bruce, have a nice couple days off. We'll talk to you next week sometime. Your traffic here is sponsored by Hotels.com. Uh, let's talk about the outbound crowd, West 94, from uh, the Fish Lake split up to Rogers, 15 minutes, and expect a stout rejam through Monticello. It's due to a new lane configuration. Two lanes open there, but it's a bit confusing. Northbound I-35 backed up, barely moving between Rush City and Pine City, and northbound uh, 101, pretty bad County 36 over the Mississippi to Highway 10. With Hotels.com, get rewarded from seaside cabins to resorts. Free close between the Crosstown and Downtown. Southbound 35W will be shut down between 94 and 46th Street. All of this starts at 10 p.m. today, runs through 5 a.m. on Monday morning. And when it reopens Monday morning, we're going to have lane restrictions in place for both directions between 43rd and downtown. And westbound 94, this is very important, westbound 94 down to two lanes between Portland and Nicollet. I mentioned that westbound 94 project up in Monticello. Um, It's still two lanes through there, but it's a screwed up configuration, so it's really jammed right now, but two lanes are open. I thought that was a 60-second ramp. You didn't hit the post. About 46. No, I think Portland it's, and Nicollet. Portland and Nicollet. Where is that? I think it's 60, and you screwed screwed up right downtown Minneapolis. Okay, all right. All right, because there's, there's not an exit for either of them. No, no, no. and it's... And they, and they took... Are they taking that, are yeah. they taking that out yet? Uh, there's three or four lanes on westbound... I think it's four lanes, isn't it, of westbound 94 through the downtown commons. And, and starting next week, it's going to be two. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Meanwhile, the jackasses won't let me get on, get through Theodore, get to Theodore Worth to cut over to Plymouth. That's uh, why they, they coordinate everything to make sure that it's impossible to go in one direction. MnDOT, they're evil, evil guys. Well, if it's off, if it's off the freeway, it's not MnDOT's fault. Yeah, but they they call up and they get together and say we're closing this road. <laughs> Call up city of Minneapolis and say, we're closing this road, so what can you do to screw up people even worse? How can you help yourself? You're saying they're all getting together like like the Axis powers. Yes, right. (laughs) And plotting against the Allies. Attacking the boot of Italy. What do you got there, uh, Chris Reavers? Uh, Twins start the first of a three-game series against the Tribe in Cleveland tonight. Twins begin this series six games back, a first-place Cleveland. Kluber's terrified. Joe Maurer is set to return after his most recent DL stint. Yesterday, of course, the Twins sent down outfielder Jake Cave to Rochester. And the big news, sending Miguel Sano to single-A Fort Myers. Twins are 12-19 and 19 away from target field and have not won a series on the road since May 8th in St. Louis. Kyle Gibson will start opposite Indians ace right hander Corey Kluber. First Poor Kyle, tonight. what, 12 starts without a win? Yeah. And this He's been really good this year. Certain to be 13 tonight. Yeah. Listen, 
If you give them zero through seven innings, Kyle, you can have a tie. So you'll be lucky. <laughs> the second round of the 118th U.S. Open is going on right now. Dustin Johnson started the day tied with three others for the lead at one under par. He finished at four under par. The only golfer uh, under Ian Poulter, Scott Piercy, and Justin Rose are all tied for second at even. Uh, it's not looking good for Tiger, boys. He finished the day at 10 over, and the projected cut line has now moved. Uh, initially, it was at 9 over. Now the projected cut is at 8 over par. Mm. So, so, he's back on his yacht heading south right now. Probably. Yeah. Or does he stay just for the hell of it? Mm, no, yeah. he's that, that yacht. You think he's anchors up? No, the yacht is actually about 45 minutes away. Yeah, <laughs> he took that up there. Uh, how's the weather out there? It's I heard this morning so far. Yeah, the, the wind died. Blown. Wind yeah. died down, not as bad as yesterday, but it died down a little bit. All right. Uh, here is. Hey, by the way, they just uh, FS1 Tim Brando just popped on because they must have switched to Channel 9 yep. for their coverage. Did I ever tell you guys he fell asleep on my shoulder one night? We're flying back from some gross foot. I know we're in the back. We're right in the back back of a completely full plane. I'm on the aisle. We're next to the toilet, and Tim Brando, ESPN. Why isn't he flying up front? Right, is sitting in the middle seat. He goes, oh. You know, if uh, did you pat yeah. his head like <laughs> he blew in his ear? It's never cool when somebody falls asleep on you that you don't have a no. chance with. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I'm saying, right? Yeah, you can always, you know. I didn't think about that for a while. Yes. My brother was about a ten year old, and he fell asleep on some old lady at church. And my old man's like, "Get up!" And she's like, "Oh, it's okay, it's okay." <laughs> Like, that's brilliant. He fell asleep. Uh, here's your World Cup scoreboard, by the way. Uh, we all know yesterday Russia beat Saudi Arabia 5 to nothing. Today, as Patrick mentioned, Portugal and Spain. Is it a draw? What do they we call it? They don't like each other. Yeah, it's a draw. A draw. 3-3 three, three draw. Uruguay beat Egypt 1 to nothing, and Iran beat Morocco 1 to nothing. Those are your three Oh, no. I, can't, I, get a, I still got a hard time rooting for Iran. Yeah, I still got a hard time. The whole Shaw thing? Yeah, yeah that whole deal. Aitola? No, I, I was a Shaw guy. I was yeah. a big Shaw supporter. We were against the Ayatollah. Yeah, I, li- I like the Shaw. He was, he had discipline. Well, they had him in. <laughs> Misunderstood. <laughs> I thought he, they had Plus him he in. he had the U.S. wife, right? The Shaw had the yeah. U.S. Yeah. wife. Didn't yeah. He? News notes from today. President they wore jeans back then. They and jeans and jeans. skirts. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Plunging necklines. They didn't know. All those students, all those Iranian students who were over here protesting against the Shah didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Right. <laughs> President Donald Trump's Trump. former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, is going to jail. Today, Manafort was ordered into custody after a federal judge revoked his house arrest, citing newly filed obstruction of justice charges. The move by U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson made Manafort the first Trump campaign official to be jailed as part of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. Already under intense pressure to cooperate with prosecutors in hopes of securing leniency, Manafort now loses the relative freedom he enjoyed while he prepared for two criminal trials in which he faces the possibility of spending the rest of his life in prison. He was uh, supposedly contacting witnesses. Is that it? Yeah. They had uh, people contacting whoops. witnesses. In her ruling, Jackson said that she had struggled with the decision, but she couldn't turn a blind eye to his conduct. She says, quote, you have abused the trust placed in you six months ago. Mm. At- wait, till they, wait, till the Donald, uh, wait till the Donald pardons him in advance. That's going to be a beauty. At least three dozen Minnesotans have become ill from two unrelated outbreaks of cyclosporiasis, huh? 
which is caused by a parasite found on some imported fresh produce. Gross. One outbreak has been traced to the Serona Grill in Minneapolis, where 17 patrons became ill after eating there in mid-May. That's why I never eat salad, Patrick. Yeah, I know. I, the I, second outbreak stems from veggie trays sold at Quick Trip convenience stores in Minnesota and Any? Wisconsin. So far, 20 people have been sickened in Minnesota after buying the products at stores across the state. The company has removed the products from its shelves. The infection is caused by eating produce that is contaminated with fecal matter. It is not spread to from say person it. to yeah, person. It's not, not, it. it's not human fecal matter. It's yeah. some, uh, something sneaking in there. And <laughs> That's cricket what you po- say. It's cricket poop or something. Yeah, get out of there. How do you? I don't know, but it's not. I think it's the people working the out in the field. Here's the deal. I'm a big fan of yeah. Quick Trip. I love I, Quick Trip. I never buy a salad in there, okay? Well, this was a veggie tray. Well, I don't think same, you'd buy one of those. Same thing to me tray. and yeah, Rice. Right. <laughs> Very what overrated. What aisle are your veggie trays, please? <laughs> the national. I'm going to a party. <laughs> And where's the dip? Right? You know, buy one of those little $1 trays and throw it on the yeah, table when you're walking. What's the point? Veggie trays. Oh, yeah. the wife, she loves the veggie oh, trays. Sure. That's a uh-huh. one thing. Yeah. She uh, runs, too. Yeah, what is wrong with that? Well, and she also married me. That's yeah, the three strike. I was going to say, she married you, she runs, and she likes veggie trays. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with those you? Those poor kids got no chance. The National Weather Service. healthy eaters. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory for the Twin Cities metro area. The start of a weekend that could also deliver heavy rain and severe weather. Heat index expected to reach near 100 degrees prompted today's advisory, which is in effect until 7 o'clock tonight. The advisory comes with the admonition for people to stay out of the sun, drink plenty of fluids, and of course, if you're working outside, to take breaks. In air-conditioned rooms, West Central Minnesota is just going to get socked Steaming, this huh? weekend oh, yeah. by rain yeah. and thunderstorms and mm-hmm. steam and everything else. I'm worried about the uh, few young remaining pheasants we have in Minnesota because they've had gigantic rains in Southwest Minnesota. They're too. doing good in my neighborhood. Yeah, the locals aren't shooting them yet. Okay, well that's good. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that till October. A roller coaster that derailed in Florida had been put out of service twice in the past two years by state inspectors because of mechanical problems with the ride. Have you guys seen the photos from this? I don't think I want to. but I will never go on that. You have to fix it. Two riders fell 34 feet when their car derailed last night and was left dangling from the track. Firefighters used ladders to pull eight others to safety high above the Daytona Beach boardwalk. The front car, which was holding four passengers, completely came off the tracks, said Daytona Beach Fire spokeswoman Sasha Statton. The two riders who fell from the sand blaster ride suffered traumatic injuries. Of nine passengers taken to the hospital, all but two were discharged by this afternoon. A month before the derailment, a state inspector had found problems with the ride and the roller coaster was ordered to be taken out of service. State inspection reports released to the Associated Press today show that an inspector last month found excessive corrosion, a damaged seat, and a crack inside the frameworks of the track. Those problems, though, were corrected by the time of the follow-up inspection yesterday, according to the reports. Excessive corrosion. Yeah, I don't like that. How do you fix excessive corrosion? I don't think you start over. You cut it out and put a new piece in. Exactly. Well... That's that's another thing I don't have to worry about <laughs> being being grievous, grievously injured on a roller coaster. <laughs> what is it so far? Radon, Radon, secondhand smoke, lead paint, lead paint, lead base paint. Wearing it's a seatbelt. No, that's no, another thing. No, 
Guy's got to have some bad habits. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be back. Wow, my week has just been made. My feel-good Friday thought for the day. Uh Uh-oh. I got called a shite bird by LeVar Ball on uh, Twitter, responding to my... uh, my Heimlich uh, uh, Kaepernick column. Okay. He obviously didn't read it because uh, the, the comparing the two, I'm comparing the reactions of the two leagues to these two guys, not comparing a guy. The two guys to not each a, other. Not comparing a guy who at 15 molested his six-year-old niece and a guy who kneels down. I'm comparing the leagues, <laughs> blacklisting both of them. But obviously, LeVar saw the headline. But... I have been called a bleep bird by LeVar Ball. Congratulations, sir. That, that's worthy of applause right there. I'm good. That's right. <laughs> and, of course, if I'm getting called a bleep bird by him, I'm getting called it by an expert. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Two assistant principals at a Maryland high school have been placed on paid leave after they were accused of drinking at the school's prom. (laughs) Prince George's County Public School spokesman John White said the allegations against Christopher Burroughs and Patricia Duffy are being investigated. The Northwestern High School assistant principals were chaperones at the school's May 18th prom. The school's principal, Carlene Murray, is also on paid leave following the prom. White says... She hasn't been accused of drinking, but that she's on leave for a completely separate matter. Oh, oh yeah. You don't need to worry about it. I'll just tell you later. <laughs> Something that also happened at the prom, perhaps. <laughs> the Washington Post quotes White as saying Thursday that he can't provide any more information on her case specifically. Interesting. According to a new survey, more than one in 10 Americans have done the business at their business of work. Really? Mm-hmm. A new study With of someone else. Yeah, or, you, just uh, asked, <laughs> you just asked my question. I knew you were going to ask that. Well, yeah, there's, you know, there's. Does that matter, Patrick? Compli- no, no. At our age, it doesn't. There's matter. complications involved if it requires two people. There's a reason there's a lock in that broom closet. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, it's just really too bad Joe isn't here right now. I would want to see. Doing the business. What business? You're here at work. I'm here to do work. (laughs) I'd rather bleep. A new study of 2,000 people found that 14% of those polled have actually had sex at their place of work. Hmm. And the risky respondents didn't always get away with it. Of those who had had sex at work, one in five have been caught in the act. That's because once you've gotten away with it, you continue to do it until you get caught. You get more bold. Yes. The new survey looked me how i know <laughs> no the new survey looked at when work and romance interlink and found that while some have done the deed at their place of work as many as 44 percent of americans have had a full-fledged workplace romance crushing on co-workers is complicated complicated excuse me and it's often a bad idea but the results of the study unveiled many positives and office romance can be great for company morale as 92 percent of those who've had one reported that it made them more excited to come to work. Uh, it can also be great for business, with over half of those who've had an office romance uh, saying it actually made them more productive while oh, they sure. were at work. That's why I'm mean to virtually every single one of my coworkers. <laughs> I'm just trying to prevent them from coming yes, on to me. Yes, right. Yeah. They can't resist. Yeah. 
A Belgian couple visiting Florida had a scary surprise during their engagement on Sunday. In the photos posted by Gatorland in Orlando, Sam Van Reeth can be seen proposing to his now fiance, Shauna Vranken, with a swarm of alligators looming in the background. Mm. A friend of mine told me Gatorland was a one-of-a-kind experience and we do love animals and absolutely loved it, he told local television, adding that they hope to incorporate the reptile into their wedding or honeymoon as well. Savannah Bone, crocodile enrichment coordinator at Gatorland Orlando, told the TV outlet that she hopes the couple will consider allowing the theme park to host their special day. So amazing to see the act of love against our beautiful tapestry of nature she said congrats to you both gatorland orlando wrote on facebook it kind of seems like a threatening proposal doesn't it yeah do this or else yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well you will say you slipped honey (laughs) authorities say a 48 year old florida man raised a can of beer and chugged it after a sheriff's deputy stopped him on suspicion of drunken driving (laughs) may as well huh i'm not drunk yet but i'm almost there hang on Daryl Royal Rydell told Monroe County Sheriff's investigators that he was scared when he fled in his pickup truck as Deputy Anthony Lopez stepped out of his patrol car yesterday. Rydell drove for a short distance before stopping. Rydell has three prior DUI convictions between 2003 and 2010 and a fourth that is pending from 2017. The report says Rydell got out of his truck, beer can in his hand, and chugged it. <laughs> he faces numerous charges, including felony DUI, fleeing from a deputy, driving with a suspended Florida, license. Florida's supposed to be very tough on DWI. I wonder how this guy's Just still roaming keep around. Keep him in jail. Well, for he a doesn't while. have a license. That, that was the well, last no, part. No, Royce's point. Why is he still oh, roaming why is around? He not in jail? Yeah, no, yeah. keep him in. Well, the fourth one's pending. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, video take, we <clears throat> we talked about this earlier, but have you guys seen the video that was taken by a man in Commerce City, Colorado, capturing a pair of portable toilets being lifted up into the air by a strong wind? That's amazing. And do you see the spray coming out of it? Oh, my goodness. And the people trying to avoid it. Oh, it's raining bleep. <laughs> the clip posted onto a man's Facebook page features residents at the park enjoying a sunny day out. Until a sudden gust of wind begins to ravage their outdoor fun and party tent. The portable toilets are seen being carried across the sidewalk. They go straight up in the air, Patrick. It's like the Wizard of Oz house landing on the witch. It is. It's exactly like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then they uh, both slammed into parked cars before one takes off into the sky. As Kenny mentioned, uh, fluids from the portable toilet also appear to leak out its contents in its upward journey before it eventually crashes back down. Is it raining? Um, No. Right about now is when those... uh, Porta potties that you have at athletic fields yeah. and stuff yeah. around. You get a little hundred degrees in the middle of you know Those middle of June. Are, that's oh, when they get a little ripe. They're about a hundred and eighty inside. And so about the rest of winter, it's they she get gets a, a little, little ripe. ripe. And yes. they always leave the seat up, so that's what you're greeted with when oh, you yeah. walk in. Oh, jeez! Yeah, you really, you really have to really want to do your business. Nobody was seriously injured. It's an, by no, the way. it's got to be an emergency. <laughs> yes, it does. Like you say, don't leave home without <laughs> yeah. taking care of that. Yes, just, just right. stay home till it's done. That's right. And even if you stop at a gas station, you don't really feel the urge. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Beat the pressure. Don't forget the wife. We'll be back.
We're going to have a caller in here at 5 o'clock, and we'll uh, talk about the uh, the Vikings unveiling the new facility today. Uh, the uh, interview room was named in honor of Sid Hartman. Nice. As I tweeted out, a source told me it was a very close vote of the Will family. Sid had two and a half votes. I had two, and Paul Allen had a half. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's just, I'm not sure if that's right. Right. Ac- we didn't, yeah, Ernst yeah, and Young didn't, didn't check it out. No, no, we did not actually see the ballots. Okay, we just, <laughs> that's just our speculation. Right. That's what we heard from a source. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, we have uh, lots of... Uh, uh, we got some sad news and some good news and uh, all kinds of uh, conversation in the first hour. And then we'll have Collar breaking down the uh, the Vikings minicamp and all that good stuff in the second hour. So beat the heat with the ride and let it yes, cool you down. Yes, huh? it's fan- And we have a musical guest that will be unveiled shortly, and she is fantastic. All right. Can't, well, g- can't give it away, though. No, don't you know, give it away. Yeah. I wish you best of luck with the pool. Uh, that's, patched that's liner. Good. That's good. She's patched. Uh, we'll have a new one. Well, I think we'll, uh, we, we got a lot of gallons to put in there uh, when I get home tonight. And the water bill. Yes. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It is 94 degrees, a little bit muggy out. Find yourself some water and uh, the ride is coming up next.